There's a website called The Black Bookie, which is very cool. You got to stop by and check that out. And his slogan is, and I, and I haven't hit this before, I'm going to hit it this time because it's the best one. His slogan is, if you snooze, you lose. And indeed, that is the case. There are only so many money making opportunities to be had. And he's going to tell you where they all are. It's the one and only Black Bookie. It's Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, how are you today? Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the Snooze You Lose podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Joe. This is a sports and a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together, lose together. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Thanks for joining us for another week. New listeners, old listeners, you know how we rock. We don't try and take up too much of your time. We got a lot to talk about. I missed last week because I was celebrating getting married to my beautiful wife. It was an awesome time. Thank you, everyone that celebrated with us or congratulated us. I am truly a lucky man, and I knew I was lucky before I got married, but I realized I'm really lucky after I got married when we were figuring out our schedule for the week, and she was kind enough to factor in football. That's how I knew I got the right one. She knows what time it is, but truly, I am blessed, and thank all of you for, like I said, celebrating with us or congratulating us. It was an awesome time, and if you missed it, it sucks to be you, but we got a lot to talk about. Like we said before, we don't try to take up too much of your time. Game seven tonight, Astros, Rangers, surprised that we're here. We got a game seven tonight. Phillies, D-backs happening right now as the D-backs lead four to one over the Phils. And I was talking to my man, Bet the House. Make sure you guys follow him, underscore Bet the House, underscore on Twitter. And I was talking to him last night where heading back to Philadelphia, I was definitely going to hop on the Phillies to close this thing out until I saw the line. Now, don't get me wrong. Aaron Nola has been phenomenal during these playoffs. We even talked about it before where I told you guys to take the Phillies to win the series against the Marlins because he needs to pitch well. Uh, He's going to be a free agent. He didn't have a great regular season. He needed to pitch well all postseason so he can try and get a contract in the offseason. And he has. He's had two really good starts. He had a great start against the Marlins, great start against the D-backs. This start, he got hit up a little bit. And yeah, once I saw that line at minus 185, I just couldn't pull the trigger. I couldn't do it. There's no way. I get it. It was at home. The Phillies, I guess, took some of the momentum back after grabbing game five, but not at 185. Absolutely not. Uh, I thought that line should have been no higher than maybe 160, 165. So the D-backs was the only side I could look. And they're looking like they, I mean, it's still time left. I believe it's the bottom of the fourth, but they're looking like they're going to force a game seven. And now you already use Wheeler. You already use Nola. Puts the Phillies in kind of a tough bind. Once again, something we talked about. If you guys follow me on IG, I talked about it. They're in trouble. They were in trouble. This was not once they went to Arizona and lost those first two games, especially the way the series is set up with the two, three, two format. Uh, they're, they were in trouble. What They really needed to close that game out that they blew 5-2 to two, that game we had on Friday. And that's another thing, too. I was pissed off. I really didn't wasn't even in the mood to do the show with the type of weekend that we had with the Phillies losing on Friday. I personally had USC on Saturday night just to win. Didn't even need them to cover, just to win. It, it's baffling to me. This kid's supposed to be the first-round draft pick, and he can't beat Utah ever. He can't beat Utah. He's 0-3. Uh, so, and then Sunday... The Lions don't even get off the bus for us. 
as they get absolutely curb stomped against the Ravens, a statement game by Baltimore. We're going to talk about that. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't even really have a great weekend. But the Phillies losing that game on Friday, blowing that 5-2 lead with Craig Kimball coming in and pretty much choking the game away, really put the Phillies in some trouble. Uh, absolutely put them in some trouble. Give me one second. I can let the post this. That we are live. Yeah, put the Phillies in some trouble. Now trailing here at home. You already use Wheeler, like I said. You already use Nola. Suarez has been good in this postseason. Uh, but once again, last thing you want to do was give this young, inexperienced team confidence. They're already playing with house money. They've been hearing it since they had to face the Dodgers in the first round. They shouldn't be here. And all they do is just keep winning. So still a lot of baseball left, though, but looking like it could be a Game 7. For the Game 7 tonight, though, our official snooze lose pick, we are on the Astros' first five money line against Texas. Uh, the Astros have been terrible at home all postseason. They've done all their damage on the road, but I just not do not believe in backing Max Scherzer. He's clearly not healthy. He hasn't been healthy all year. Deep down, I hope he does lose as a bitter Met fan, I guess. And it's not that he left. It's just the way he left and how much he was running his mouth when he left. That really kind of ticked me off. But I'm going with Javier, Christian Javier, who's been lights out. Uh, his inning streak of scoreless runs was incredible leading into this postseason. The Rangers were finally able to get to him a little bit, but I think he pitched five, six innings, only gave up two runs, still won the game. Scherzer was tattooed the last time he played the Astros. I don't think he'll be as bad this time, but I do still believe Houston gets it done. And we talked about it. If somehow the D-backs do get past the Phillies, call me Mattress Mac, because I believe the Astros will close it out tonight in Houston. So call me Mattress Mac. I'm grabbing every dollar I can responsibly, and I'm betting it all on the Astros then to win a World Series. If it comes down, first of all, that's, going to be really boring and unwatchable let's just be honest I, I want the Phillies to win just for a viewer standpoint I don't want to see the Diamondbacks in the World Series sorry D-backs but if it has to be Houston versus Arizona give me Arizona every day of the week and twice on Tuesday because I just don't see how they'll be able to stop this Astros team from getting another World Series I mean Jose Altuve is chasing history with how many RBIs and home runs he's hit in the postseason. Love him, hate him, call him a cheater. The, guy, the guy's clutch. The guy's clutch. Was it all done clean? No, it wasn't. But he's still got to put the barrel to the bat. And the guy's clutch. It's unreal what he's doing, especially on Friday when he was able to hit that game-winning home run in the ninth inning. Unbelievable what he's doing. And, and to be 5-3, it makes it even more impressive. But I got the Astros tonight. First five, that's our official play. You can still lock it in. Kicks off at 8 o'clock. I think they get it done tonight. I just don't believe in Scherzer. Don't believe he's healthy. The Astros have been in these big moments before. Not that Max hasn't, but a lot of these Rangers players haven't. Nathan Valdi was able to do what he does. He's a big game pitcher. He's been in these situations before with Boston. So it wasn't really a pressure situation for him to come out and do what he does to be able to extend this series. And, yes, Scherzer has been in these situations before. He has World Series with Nats, uh, too, actually. But I don't think, because of his health, that he's going to have enough tonight to get past Houston. I think the Rangers go home. 
It's a heck of a series. Uh, but we only are worried about the first five innings. We just need the Astros to be leading after the fifth for us to put the money in the account. Switching to the NFL. Man, if you've seen my video, there's only five teams. The, the, fraud, the frauds are out there. The frauds are out there. There are only five teams now. We're heading into, we're going to be heading into week eight. There are only five teams that are serious Super Bowl contenders. The Chiefs, because until you beat the champs, they're still the champs. The 49ers, who I've been on record saying I believe they will come out the NFC. The Eagles, they showed us again why yesterday. The Jaguars, who I'm going to die on that hill until the season's over. As a team, I do think we'll sneak out and win the AFC. And the Baltimore Ravens. That's it. Everybody else is pretenders. I told you guys last show about the Dolphins. You almost had me fooled. You almost had me fooled. I almost almost jumped on the back of the bandwagon. And I said, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait and see. I'm not going to do it. And they've shown us already twice this year that they can't beat anybody that matters. They can't beat anybody that matters. And they can't win when it's not 80 degrees outside. It's flashy. It's exciting to see. They're the fastest team in the league. Their playbook is, I mean, it, it, it's incredible what the, what the, the schemes that they're drawing up. But they can't beat anybody that matters. And the Eagles showed it again yesterday. They are pretenders. They don't, they don't beat anybody that matters. Buffalo. I don't want to hear Buffalo anymore either. I don't want to hear it. We first of all, they have their name alone. They're known to <coughs> joke, but I don't want to hear it. With Josh Allen yesterday and this Buffalo team, you can't be a Super Bowl team and lose that game to New England. You can't be a Super Bowl team and lose that game. I'm not even talking about covering the spread. Listen, it was a they were eight and a half point dogs. I think some places it closed at minus eight. So over a touchdown favorite against a division rival on the road, I didn't think they would cover that game. And that's fine. But this is a game you still not can't afford to lose if you're really that real. You cannot go into New England and lose to a team that in their last three games, they combined for 20 points. We sat here together two weeks ago. When the last show, we sat here together. And in the chat, we talked about it. The question was, what's wrong with the Patriots? Where do they go from here? That was just two weeks ago. We're, we're scratching our heads every week figuring out what are they going to do with Mac Jones? When is Bill going to step down? What's the next move for the, for the Patriots? We sat here right together and had this discussion. They come in on a three-game losing streak, 20 points combined in their last three games. They stink. And here they are. They're hanging L on the Bills. Like I said, it was okay if you didn't cover. That's fine. That is not a game you can lose. It's just like with the, the Chiefs and the Jets. And we can go back and forth, back and forth all day. The Jets should have probably won that game. Probably will hold us a little bit by the refs. But at the end of the day, Kansas City still won the game. They still figured out a, win, a way to win the game. And that's what Super Bowl teams do. Yeah, they're not going to cover every single time. This ain't, this ain't UNLV right now in college covering every single game. They're not going to cover every time. But there's certain games you cannot lose. And like I said, going on the road to a division rival, to a team that really has no direction, no identity. The organization is in panic mode because they don't know 
do we make our hero step down or do we sit here and suck it up and stink? Literally are in panic mode coming into this game and the Bills can't get it done. You are not a Super Bowl team if you can't win these games. Those are the ones you have to win. This, this wasn't like it was cross country or, or you, you know, you had to go to the West Coast or it was in London or something like that. This is right in your backyard. This is right, this is right in your backyard. A game you cannot afford to lose if you're that team. If you're supposed to be taking the next leap, because it's two, two out of the last three years, right? It's been you and the Chiefs. If you're supposed to be taking that leap, these are not games you can lose. It's unacceptable. Colts, Browns, you know, obviously these aren't Super Bowl teams by any any stretch of the reason, but you know, the Colts scored 38 on a decent, very actually, very not decent, a very good Cleveland Brown defense. But the thing with the Browns is what I'm talking about them is the Brown fan base doesn't want Deshaun Watson to play. He was in concussion protocol in the first half, cleared it. And still didn't play. They still didn't bring him out in the second in the second half. The fan base does not want him to play. They have no desire. And the organization, you would think, does want him to play because of how much they paid him. But the fan base is tired of waiting. He doesn't look good. We gave him some slack. Oh, he missed so much time. He's going through legal issues. We cut him some slack. It's it's a whole nother year. He had a whole offseason, came in fresh. He's been hurt. He hasn't looked played well. Is PJ Walker gonna get you to the playoffs? I think he could. With with their defense, I think he could. I mean, we we saw they were able to hold on to beat San Fran. It wasn't pretty. It's gonna be tough for anybody to come to the dog pound. Their schedule isn't brutal, but it's not favorable. I think he could do enough to get to the playoffs. But then again, he's not the guy you gave three hundred million dollars to. And the guy that you gave $300 million to, all those people that are paying for beer and parking and seats don't want him to play because he doesn't look good. When is he going to look good? The clock is ticking. At, certain, at a certain point, he's got to perform. But they, it's at a point. I, I see it all on my, up and down my timeline. Shout out to my guys. We like sports podcasts. Um, you know, I write for them on Sunday. I see a lot of stuff pops up because of them because that's where they're located the fan base doesn't want them to play they're tired of giving them time the, the clock's ticking especially when you have a defense that's this well that plays this well this this top tier you got kareem hunt you got amari cooper there's weapons there it's bad it's real bad we already talked about bill's patch is something that can't happen dolphins eagles like i said held to 17 points where, where, where is that? Where's all the trickery globetrotter stuff when it matters? When you got to play a team that's actually going to be there. They can't beat it. They had they had the one game against Buffalo. They lost. Played the Eagles. They lost. Anytime it's a true opponent, someone with some grit, someone with some defense, 0-2. Can things turn around in the playoffs? Yeah. Is that likely? No. We are. They are who we thought they were. And I told you guys, I'm not hopping on the bandwagon. I almost fell for it. I literally, we talked two weeks ago. I almost fell for it when they hung seventy on the Broncos, and then the following week they came out and lost to the Bills. 
And I and I said, Whew, thank goodness I missed <laughs> thank goodness I missed that bus. Thank goodness. Because it was getting full. The bandwagon was getting full. And now you're gonna start seeing people jump right off of it. They're pretenders. Ravens Lions. Statement game out of the barn. Statement game. Now that's what we call a statement game. We were fooled. This is also why I know too that the uh, 49ers are going to kill the Vikings tonight. Monday night football matchup. Christian McCaffrey is playing. San Fran's going to kill them. You know why I know they're going to kill them? Because in our three-team parlay, we had the Colts plus 10 covered. It was supposed to be the Lions plus 10. Obviously, we know what happens there. And then the last leg was San Fran. So only one of those is going to lose. You know how that works. Really ever in a parlay, you're losing more than one. You know just that one leg is going to lose to screw it. So we know San Fran's going to win this game tonight. I also had another one just for fun, nothing official. I had the Bills, the Seahawks, the Chiefs, and San Fran. So I know San Fran's going to pummel the Vikings tonight. And the Bills killed me and uh, the Lions killed me. But that's why normally parlays are just for fun. You don't want to count on those as your bread and butter because that's what happens. They go two out of three, six out of seven, seven or not. Uh, that's normally what happens. You can hit them every now and then. Absolutely. But to think that they can be substantial over the course of January to December, not likely. Not likely at all. Because I watch, don't fall. Think, I don't want you guys to think about this too. A lot of you new betters. When you log into FanDuel and you log into DraftKings, it's the first thing they offer you. Same game parlays. First thing that pops up. Hey, look at this parlay everybody's taking. You should take it too. Now, why would a sports book incentivize that? Probably because it's not very profitable for the user. It's profitable for the book. That's why as soon as you open it up, it's the first thing that pops up. Like, we got a same game parlay in this game tonight. You want to take it? Sucker bet. But that's why we only give it out on Sundays. We only that's the only time we do it. Um, because it's it's not substantial. And don't don't let people fool you that they post stairs that they hit, they hit a six team and they hit a seventeen. Well, yeah, it didn't happen. But tell them to show you all the other fifty that they didn't hit. None of the, the best sports betters in the world don't use don't take parlays. Some of the best sports bettors in the world don't even watch the game. They they look at lines, they go place their wagers, and they go do whatever they got to do and check check later to see if they won or not. Ravens Lions though, like we were saying, an absolute statement by Lamar. We were on the Lions plus ten. I thought Detroit wasn't getting enough respect. I thought this was a game they would come in, flex their muscle a little bit, have the league start paying attention to them. It wasn't even close. The game was over in the first quarter. I looked at one point in the second quarter, the Lions didn't have a first down. What the hell is going on? Lamar was 21 for 27, 357 yards and three TDs. That's a shut up game. That's when a QB is telling you to shut up. We hear all the talk. Everybody said, oh, he can't stay in the pocket. He can only run. He can't, he can't throw. That was a shut up game. Now, Detroit is not terrible defensively in the past their strength is their running defense 
they lock down when the run game. They actually give up the least amount of yards on the ground in the league coming into yesterday's matchup. They hadn't given up more than 100 yards on the ground in a single game this year. They gave up 100 in the first half. It, they didn't get off the bus. It's, there's, no, there's no fancy words to put it. There's nothing else. They didn't get off the bus. And a shut-up game by Lamar, a statement game. And that's the only reason why the Ravens are my, my five spot for teams that can actually make it to the Super Bowl. Because if he is going to play like that, if he's going to sit in the pocket and just light you up, yeah, they're, they're, they're tough to beat. Yeah, absolutely tough to beat. Because we know they're going to be physical. They have great coaching. You got Justin Tucker who can hit it from midfield. That's always just been their MO is that, you know, in the playoffs, they just normally don't get it done. Teams strategize and figure out a way to neutralize Lamar. But if he's going to play like that, if he's going to have shut-up games where he's making statements, throwing for over 300 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, it, it ain't going to be easy. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're, you're KC or if you're Jacksonville. If you want to sprinkle the Bills in there too, whatever, I'm not. But if you want to, I don't care who you are. The, the Bills couldn't stop Mac Jones. So I don't think – I'm not going to believe they're going to have an answer for Lamar. And that was a statement game by the Ravens. And two, the, the two highest bet teams yesterday, Buffalo minus eight and a half and the Lions plus three. Top two bets yesterday. Both losers. Both losers. And like I said, the Bills game, I expected them not to cover. I leaned New England in that game. Like I said, division game, I get it. it, it those are normally always close. They're dog fights. But it's not a game you can lose. And the Lions, I didn't think they were getting respect. 74% of the wagers on Detroit plus three never got off the bus. I appreciate everybody that is listening. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Share the link. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, let's check in on Phillies. We got game seven coming up shortly. Houston first five, our official play. Looking to start the week off right with a winner. What's going on in this Philly game? 5-1 D-backs. Yeah, we are going to have a game seven tomorrow. 5-1 D-backs. It is now in seventh inning. We're going to have a game seven. We are going to have a game seven. But I will say this. Make sure I look in the camera for this one. I will say this. I like the Phillies tomorrow. Sign me up. I like the Phillies tomorrow. If they are neutralized 5-1 today, you're going to have Suarez probably against Brandon. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Brandon P. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Pitch phenomenal in Arizona against the Phillies. I don't see him repeating that, especially in Philadelphia. It should be a night game, too. This was an earlier game, a 5 o'clock start. It should be a night game. That building is going to be rocking. It's going to be electric. And I just don't see him shutting down the Phillies' bats again, like he already did in the series, and their bats staying quiet two days in a row. Sign me up. Sign me up. Suarez hasn't been bad at all for the Phillies in this postseason. So I'm getting him at home. Against it. I'm hoping an angry Phillies team 
Sign me up. I love. Oh, I love it. I love loans up the line should be right around. It should be probably what it is today in Houston. It should be like 130, 135. Night game. And I can, I'm holding on to my seat now because I can feel the building shake from here. That's going to be electric. And I'm definitely going to take the Philly Smart to bounce back. Sign me up. It, it just, it's not, listen, I don't believe in the whole rig thing, right? But it ain't going to be profitable for the MLB to have the D-backs versus Astros in the World Series. It just ain't. It just ain't. It's not going to be profitable. Nobody wants to watch that. So if I got to believe in a little bit of conspiracy theory, sign me up. The NBA kicks off tomorrow, too. NHL's been going on. Vegas is 6-0 to start the season. I'm kind of bummed, too, that the Liberty lost to the Aces. And I had the feeling in my stomach. I just didn't want to believe it because it's so hard to beat a team that many times. And the Liberty dominated Vegas all regular season. I think they lost to them one time in the regular season, the first game they played. Then they beat them four or five straight. And that's just, it's tough to do. Then to get in the postseason, have to do the same thing. And the, the Aces were more rested. The Liberty games were coming down to the wire. The Sun. The sun, Connecticut Sun puts them to the wire, backs up against the wall. The Aces cruised into the finals and took care of business, even down two starters in game four. It didn't matter. Wow, what a statement. Back-to-back for the Aces. The Golden Knights look like they're trying to go back-to-back off to a 6-0 start. They played tomorrow against the Flyers. Phillies off to a decent start to start the season 3-1-1. One, one. Um, I'm going to keep taking Vegas till they lose. Why not? Sometimes, sometimes in sports betting, this is what I tell my friends too and colleagues and things like that. Sometimes I don't overthink it. Sometimes we overthink it. Sometimes we're sitting there waiting for, well, I don't want to jump in now because this might be the game they lose. So what? Then, then this is the game they lose. But then they might, re- if you wait now, right, they're already 6-0. So you probably already missed the first six, right? More than likely, you might have missed the first six. Or maybe you only hopped on the last two. I hopped on the last one uh, against the Blackhawks. I'm taking them every single day until they lose. Every single day. And because you're going to wait, and next thing you're going to look up, they're going to be 9 0. Don't wait. Hop in now. Hop in. If you hop in now. If they lose tomorrow, it ain't your fault. Don't throw out jinx it, blah, blah, blah. It's not a real thing. Hop in now. Get in on it until they lose. I, I can't tell you what to do, but that's what I'm doing. I, I already missed the first four. I ain't missing no more. I'm taking them every single day until they lose. They play the Flyers tomorrow. Lock it up. I want the Philly Smart lock it up. The NBA kicks off tomorrow. I hope with as much jawing, running their mouths, that the Lakers have done in the offseason, worrying about the Nuggets. I hope they come out tomorrow and make a statement and play well. I really do. I hope they I, – I don't think I'm going to touch it, but I do hope they come out and play well and have a decent performance. But I was looking at also the night game to kick off the season you got – Suns, Golden State. And I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, like, who Chris Paul going to guard? Who Steph Curry going to guard? It's going to be a tough matchup for the Warriors with Beal, Booker, and KD on the floor. No Draymond. He's going to be out with an ankle injury. Clay is not stopping anybody anymore. He's not clearly not the same Clay of old. We already know that. Chris Paul and Steph Curry don't guard. They don't play defense. It's gonna be a tough match. It's gonna be a long night. I think it's gonna be a long night. I, I think I really like the Suns to kick the to kick things off. KD might have a little, you know, he might have a little 
extra motivation, kind of stick it to his former team. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I like the Suns over the Warriors tomorrow. I just don't. There's too many defensive liabilities out there. I just don't see, like I said, who who is Chris Paul and, and, and Steph going to guard? You have, you have to guard Chase Book all night? Okay. We're going to feed Bill. You're going to have Wiggins on KD? All right. We, we, he'll, we'll settle for 25 from there. And we still got options inside. Who's guarding Jerkic? Kind of scary. I I told you I bite my words. I I didn't know what the hell the Suns were up to. They're, they're proving me wrong. I I don't know if it's championship yet, but it's gonna be a long night. I think it's gonna be a long night for Golden State tomorrow. But you got Lakers Nuggets first game. Then you have Suns Golden State game two. NBA season kicks off tomorrow. Looking to dive right into that. But before I end the show, one thing I want to talk about. Army, Navy. This is why I really can't stand college football, too. Army versus Navy. One of the lowest totals, which is the over-under, if you don't know. One of the lowest totals between the two schools in history. The Navy, uh, excuse me, Army was dealing with some quarterback issues. They came out still. We're up 17 nothing. It's 17 nothing. The total is like 29. It's, it's bad. 17 nothing. Navy finally gets in the red zone. And this is where the whole snooze you lose thing comes into play. You know, I got in late. The original line, I think, was 11 and a half. Was Navy plus 11 and a half. So they can't lose by 12 points. I got in late. I got it at plus 10. I still felt confident because neither one of these teams really could score. We could tell by how low the total is going to be. I thought it'd come down to maybe a touchdown, four point game. So I still threw something on Navy plus 10. It's 17 nothing. Under two minutes to go. Now, Navy. In this under two minutes, in the fourth quarter, this is their first trip to the red zone all game. First trip. So instead of kicking the field goal and making it 17-7 and losing by 10, and we take the push, they go for two. Read the room. Why would you go for two? You've been to the red zone one Time all game once you've made one time you thought you're gonna on like go for two convert because your offense has already been irrelevant all game. You thought you're gonna go for two, convert, get an onside kick, recover, and then score again. Listen, I'm not being hypocritical too, because remember when I said when I talked about Tulsa, when I said kicking is for quitters, yeah, but we're not, they weren't kicking a field goal. They're kicking an extra point. They scored the touchdown. This is an extra point. Take the extra point, cover the 10, also cover the 11 and a half for the other good people, and let's go home. I'll take my push because how bad your offense was, I'll take it. But to go for two and screw the people when you had no chance of scoring ever again in this game, read the damn room. I couldn't believe it. 
I'm sitting there like, all right, as I see they score, I'm like, all right, perfect. I'll take the push. Sometimes it's better than a win. I'll take it. At least I know I'm getting my bread back. And I look up, and I still see it's 17-6. And I'm thinking to myself, no way this kid missed the extra point. And even that I would have lived with. I would have still been upset, but I would have lived with that. But then I see they went for two and didn't convert. Who the hell do you think you are? Why? It don't make sense. Mathematically, logically, you weren't getting the ball back. And even if you were, you weren't going to score again because you haven't scored all day. What was the point? Read the damn room. Look out for the people. It's baffling. It's a head scratch. I, I couldn't believe it. Like I said, I told you, I really was not. I didn't have a good weekend. I was not in the mood to do the show at all. But after missing the show with, you know, the wedding and everything like that, had to come out and check, check in with you guys and show my face and be here on Millions because that's what they're asking me to do. I got to do what I'm supposed to do. And you got to suck it up and take it to the chin. But, uh, yeah, I was baffling. baffling. I'm really, college football is, okay, we got the NBA back, NHL is back. <laughs> I'm good on it because right, it's absolute head scratchers. Like I said, Caleb Williams, you, you still can't be Utah. How are you number one drafting? You can't be Utah once. Once before you leave school, the kid you lost to Saturday, they don't even have a scholarship. He didn't, he didn't have a scholarship. He's paying for his classes. It's a joke. An absolute joke. But like we always say, new listeners, old listeners, we don't like to take up too much of your time. I appreciate all of you for watching us here live on Millions. If you missed any part of the show, you can go back and watch it. People here on YouTube, thank you for watching as well. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at The Black Bookie. We'll be back next week with a lot more to talk about, of course. The NBA is in full swing. Lock in Astros first five money line. Lock in the Phillies tomorrow. Sign me up. I want all of that. And uh, Phoenix Suns, I think, as well, too. I think it's going to be a long night for Golden State. If this hits, it'll be posted. Because, you know, I, I got to let the people know when I'm right. But I don't ever hide when I'm wrong either. But in the words of the icon, Billy Walters, I've had some losing weeks. I've had some losing months. Never had a losing year. Snooze, lose podcast. Till next time.